You are listening to Go Doc Yourself, your weekly documentary book club. Listen in while we two errands dissect our most recent documentary find. Sometimes weird, sometimes mainstream, but always entertaining. Grab a cup of coffee and let's clutch. Hello and welcome to Go Doc Yourself. I am Erin McCart. And I'm Erin McCourt. Welcome back with us this week as we talk about dirty tricks. Now, before we get started, I do want to say that spring has finally sprung and it's storming. <laughs> it's getting oh, ready yes. to storm. Uh, so if you hear that, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think it's really the force that we're calling out of nature with my want to talk about this. <laughs> This one has been hard for me not to spill the beans early, so I'm actually glad we're recording early this week. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And that's Mm -hmm. it. It's just that pent-up energy that we have that's just, that's what causes the weather. Yeah. I totally agree. I think we really, we really brought it upon ourselves. Okay. I mean, we can turn this into a business for those places with drought. (laughs) I'm just saying. There you go. They're like, look, just give me like three beers and (laughs) some good Wi-Fi. Right. A good documentary. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Dirty Tricks. This came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. It's on Showtime. It's an hour and 40 minutes long. It was directed by Daniel Sibben. Mm-hmm. And I will also say that after the first like 15, 20 minutes, I was like, I don't want to watch this. But <laughs> I'm going to say, hang in there because it really does get good. So good. <laughs> I agree. At first I was like, Bridge is stupid, stupid bridge, <laughs> stupid face. And then I was like, oh my, oh, it's really picking up. And then I was just consumed with anger and somewhat rage the whole rest of the way. Like, mm-hmm. in a good way, I'm like, that can't be a thing. They don't, they're not really doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. They are. Oh, God. So, anyway, let me just say, I about lost my shit. When fucking Omar Sharif is yes. on, comes <laughs> and he's like, "Open, you may know me as an actor, but I am also a player of bridge." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't know when that's from the '60s." Oh, it looks like '70s or '80s. '70s. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I was just like, "What is in color?" So you got that, but I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, Omar Sharif, thanks for bringing the big hitters, guys." Yeah, topical, topical. Probably at the and, time. And, Probably at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and for those who don't know, I mean, you can IMDb this guy, but he is also famous for Lawrence of Arabia, Doctor Zhivago, and my yeah. favorite, Top Secret. <laughs> is that not Val Kilmer's first movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a, he was a big deal, but I'm just saying, like, oh, bravo for that opener because I was like, mm-hmm. it was hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> it He's was. so serious. Oh, God. Yeah. So you kind of get this sense early that Bridge is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I have that 200 million people reportedly play the Bridge. So. Where do you think they get those statistics? Because when uh, I don't think of. share that. No. When I think of Bridge, I think of 50s housewives sitting around, yeah. clatching, playing Bridge. Right? During the day because their kids are at school and they got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I love your, that's how it goes in your head. But from what I've seen, there are no women that play. There's no women anywhere in this whole documentary. Unless they're so. 80 plus years old. There were a few of those. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they appear on camera. I think there was one or two that actually talked, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I see that this is a man's game. Um, Aaron, Great. We have tiny little lady brains. We couldn't oh, possibly right. comprehend the complexity that it takes to master bridge. And they make sure that you hear that multiple times. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, I did look up a little bit. It's 13 cards, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they go into it a little bit about what a trick of bridge is, what, you know, some of the rules are. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i sure it it has some strategery that I may not be able to follow with my tiny lady brain, as you said. Right. right. But man, do they really give themselves credit for the expertise called forth to master bridge. Right. No, I'm not a huge card aficionado. Mm-hmm. I play I play Euchre, I play Spades, I play Hearts, the Yuge, right? Mm-hmm. I've been playing those since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But I've never played Bridge. However, they do, like, like at one point, this guy's like, it takes like five years teaching someone to get him to count tricks. I'm like, that, that seems like day one information you need to learn to count tricks. I mean, again, the support that they have for a lot of the stuff that they mentioned just isn't there. If you can right. play cards, I'm, I mean, like, I'm not saying that there isn't a skill set or it doesn't require some expertise. I'm certain that it mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. But anytime someone tells you, well, it's just couldn't possibly have said, it takes years to master. Like, I'm like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. You guys just like to tell yourselves that because it makes you feel good. So Yeah, it makes you feel more accomplished. Right. But also most people aren't learning bridge to play competitively so I will give them that that is a difference oh yeah so most people are just playing drinking or Mm -hmm. whatever people do in the old people's home so that's a different kind of skill set than it would be to do this this is more like poker professional poker right Mm -hmm. you have that whole thing right so I'm sure that it takes like I said I don't have any idea how to play bridge I'm sure in Mm -hmm. five years I could probably figure it out like (laughs) whoever else but I just I love when people come in with this like well it's just extremely complicated I'm like Mm -hmm. okay okay calm down yeah let's yeah I'm sure it's just like surgery or whatever so (laughs) that was the first thing I was like Jesus Christ okay (laughs) so the main character of this whole to do his name is Lotan Fisher I really kind of like that name I do too he's from Israel Israel, and I swear to God, I spelled it wrong every single time on my piece of paper. I don't yeah. know why I cannot put the A before the E. It just will not come out of my pen that way. Anyway. It's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Much like a hand of bridge. Sorry. Trick of yeah. bridge. Shit, yeah. I'm sorry. Ugh. Well, that's it. We're done. We can't even. We can't even, <laughs> <laughs> we can't even talk about bridge. We're so befuddled <laughs> on the outset. Right? Ugh. I'm still sober, you guys. I mean, as far as you know. Yeah. So Lotan Fisher, he says, see, he was a bridge world champion. Mm-hmm. He starts describing bridge and it sounds like he's Mick Jagger. And that seemed a little extreme for bridge. You mean in, in popularity? Well, just like, oh, we make all the money. You hang out with the most fabulous people. You stay yes. at these huge hotels and the cars and the women and the whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do you have leather pants? Because if you don't have leather pants, you can't live that lifestyle. That's the rules. I will support the fancy hotels because it looked like they played a lot of cards in some kind of, you know, conference rooms and shit like that, which I like. (laughs) It's like, okay, some of these things don't really seem to add up. Like, it's a big deal, but 
we're we're at the Holiday Inn or something. So I mean, they were large bridge tournaments, like kind of a panning view of what was going on there. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of it's such a contrast between the low stakes bridge tournaments mm-hmm. and these like very high extreme. And it's it is a lot like like kind of the poker craze that went around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably still going on, but we just quit caring. But yeah, he's. <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> Uh, Lotan Fisher, great name. Bridge World Champ, Michael Jordan of Bridge, and then I wrote Panty Dropper. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. Okay. So a statement that Lotan Fisher makes is, I didn't cheat, but I brought it on myself. Mm-hmm. So this sets up the whole thing. What the fuck? What are you talking about? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Then they go back. Okay. And he starts talking about how... He's in Israel. His parents were both very athletic, so he was supposed to be doing all these sports and shit. But he was always really good with numbers. Like, he seems to have an eidetic memory. Yeah. Yeah, like, he could see numbers on a credit card and just, in a flash, would memorize Mm -hmm. them forward, backwards, which would be really handy, just in general, I feel like. But anyway, he went to his first bridge lesson because Mm -hmm. he really liked a girl and she was going to bridge. And so he's like, well, I'm going to go too. So he was just trying to impress a girl. I think that's sort of also parallel to all the great rock stars who were like, well, I mean, this is just a good way to get in with the ladies. Yeah. I mean, I did hear when I was young that bridge was the place to be. So. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's your unsuspecting in for that, like get in with good yes. with the grandmas and stuff. And then, <laughs> right. The grandkids have to visit sometime. Yeah. 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 So I guess this is when um, Jacob, it's Jacob. I don't know. He was Lotan's coach, but he Mm -hmm. said he sees this, this new kid, never been there before. And he sees him counting under the table. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm counting tricks. So then he pulls him out of the room and I'm thinking, oh, motherfuckers cheating. He's counting cards. Anyway, pulls him out of the room, calls Lotan's father and says, listen, this kid's like a prodigy. First day he's counting tricks. That takes Mm -hmm. five years to teach. We have to get him into bridge. And his dad's like, no, he's going to play soccer like every other child. Right. The coach, Jacob, said, I'll make him world champion. Right. And that was the very humble beginnings. Yeah. And he he kind of made the circuit, right? So he was on, like, talk shows and... But he won the European won championship. Yeah. When he was, yeah. like, 12 or 13. Youngest ever. Yeah. So he's legit. Yeah. I mean, I think he's got the, the cred to back it up, right? So... Mm-hmm. Definitely to his credit. There is an issue in 2005, uh, still Mm -hmm. in Israel. He's accused of cheating in a tournament. Mm -hmm. My notes say, bit of a reaching story. Yeah, it really is. Because the way he frames it, he's like, well, a thing, and I... It fell out and it was on the floor and I had it in my hand and then I didn't really know what to do with it, so I, like, tucked it under my leg. It just feels like a long way to go to explain this. Mm -hmm. So he got, yeah, caught cheating. Whether or not it's legit is up for debate. Right. But he had a card or something under his leg, in his yeah. hand, under his leg, or some nonsense. So Yeah. A card fell. He picked it up. Mm-hmm. And instead of, like, stopping what he was doing and saying, hey, we need to restart or reshuffle or get a new deck or whatever. Right. He was like, oh, he picked it up. He's like, I didn't look at it. I just held it in my hand. And I put it under my leg. And I wasn't going to look at it. And I'm like, but I bet it was a high card. Right? Because if it was a low card, no one would have cared. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So... He gets caught and um, is suspended for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that he says, 
after they listened to him, they determined that he didn't intentionally cheat, but he kind of had, he could have mm-hmm. gone that route. So they're like, we don't trust you. And I think it's interesting that, I mean, of course, this is part of the story, so they had to include it. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, a lot of times when you're a kid and you get busted doing something like stealing candy or mm-hmm. money out of your dad's wallet or whatever, and you kind of get some comeuppance and it's really embarrassing and horrible. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people kind of remember that horrible experience and then don't do stuff like that in the future. Mm-hmm. This, again, I think is, I'm glad that they included it because, again, it's part of his history. But, like, mm-hmm. applying it forward is interesting. I just, I mean, like, what do you do with that, right? So he's been caught doing right. it once in the past. So is that a good thing or is it, like just feel to the yeah. fire it's an indicator so, of future behavior yeah yeah the biggest takeaway i took from that mm-hmm. that sentence didn't make sense the thing <laughs> that <laughs> that i noticed about that is he had said that grown men were like yelling at him saying mm-hmm. like he, he's he's like 13 12 yeah. at this time and they're like you still a kid yeah you've disgraced israel blah 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 and i'm like one he's a kid Two, this is Bridge. He's not running through the street saying, free Palestine, right? It's fine. Calm down. But I don't know. I mean, deal out of it. 200 million Bridge players around the world would disagree with you. Because this is the age before, in, well, no, I guess the internet was around. So it's around the early, early odds. So yeah, never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking when I was that age, there was no internet. So yeah, it wouldn't have gotten worldwide or anything. But right? I do think that what you're saying, like, kind of indicates this was high stakes. Mm-hmm. People really have some pretty serious opinions about this so yeah loved it oh, loved it do. but I think most people do when it comes to their passion right that's exactly yeah. it is if you poo-poo their passion or you do something that makes it look bad they take it personally yeah and it has nothing to do with them but yeah we'll see that throughout this Ugh. I have in my notes next 80s video of my dreams there's some kind of bridge infomercial <laughs> it really was good it oh really was. it's so good and that's kind of when they start talking about the specifics of Bridge. I mean, there's a little bit of that explanation in there. I mean, obviously, a brief glance into the immersive world of Bridge isn't going to mm-hmm. give me much of a leg up in this. But uh, nonetheless, I thought it was nice mm-hmm. to call out the uh, educational materials that they showcase in here. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And some of the points that they called out, right? So Bridge yeah. is played in pairs. So you mm-hmm. have like four people. You play with a partner. Mm-hmm. You're dealt 13 cards. They declare tricks and the suit at the beginning of the round. So this is where it's a little confusing to me because I'm used to say spades or euchre or, mm-hmm. right? So in euchre, you just claim Trump. And mm-hmm. then in spades, it's always, spades is always Trump, but you claim the trick. So it's almost like a combination of the two mm-hmm. that you're saying, I'm going to do this. Right. But but it seems like each person can have a different suit or something. It's really weird what the contract is. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's a side story. But so you win by getting the most amount of tricks and the most important rule. There is to be no communication whatsoever with your partner. Yeah. Don't do it. None. Mm-mm. No. Don't look at them. Don't think about them. <laughs> Nothing. That's right. That's right. They don't even exist. It's as if it's a phantom hand. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That was the most important takeaway, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Two years later, Lotan's back in action. Mm-hmm. He wants They're to jump Amsterdam. back in. Yeah. Well, yes, there's video from Amsterdam, right? But he's talking about how he wanted to get back in to the competitive bridge, but no one wanted to be his partner. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be a partner with the cheater cheater. 
right? Also, he's a bit of a dick to those partners. He is a bit of a dick. But let's put something in perspective. When you're that young and that good at something and you're mm-hmm. praised for being that good, your head just explodes, right? You don't know what to do with that. You right, can't, right. Yeah, that comes later. Everyone's like, he was so arrogant. And I'm like, bitch, so are you. Stop it. You know? Right. But there was one lone person who had no partner. Mm-hmm. So Lotan was kind enough to sweep him up out of the gutter. <laughs> Ron Schwartz. Right. What a great name that one is, too. Mm-hmm. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> yes. If that wasn't said on the regular, it was really a missed opportunity. It could have been. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. That might have been their running shtick. I hope so. I hope it was said with the inflection of the movie, too. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> that was terrible. Take that out. Okay. Nope. God damn it. <laughs> so early on in their partnership, Lotan admits that he was really aggressive. And I think what he meant, I mean, he's always been aggressive, kind of like if poor Ron mm-hmm. made a single mistake, he would yell at him loudly in public around everybody. That's mm-hmm. not ever good. But he also was an aggressive player. Like he would make mm-hmm. moves that most people wouldn't make. Mm-hmm. Even at a professional level, you play, but you play smart, right? Whereas he was like, fuck it, I'm going for it. Right. And Ron was like, eh, and I don't want to play with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Lotan talked him into it and he's like, please stay. I promise I'll be better. He was not better. Anyway. Do you think they went to like couples counseling? Because I think I the Lotan so. is an abusive partner at this. I mean, like. I agree. Mentally they went to see a doctor and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of talk out their differences. I hope that they got some resolution. You should start the statement with, I feel, and never <laughs> you, this is what you did. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible when you yell at me in a public setting. Please don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, the Ron Schwartz memoir. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Poor what's Ron. going on there. Right? But they do talk to Ron as well. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that I think that made it the most clear to me. He's like, listen, Lotan plays different than everybody else. He sees mm-hmm. Bridge differently. Mm-hmm. So, whereas most people have a similar set of styles and rules, mm-hmm. he just doesn't. Because he didn't sit there and play for years learning these rules. He just kind of instinctively knew what to do Mm -hmm. and sees it differently. And so once Ron learned to play like him, they had a much better partnership. But he had to learn that. Right. So he's reading and kind of trying to match up with Lodhan's style. Mm -hmm. And I do, I agree that that he was, I have some notes that say there were several people mentioning that Lotan was amazing. He was very talented. Mm-hmm. He really likes to be in the limelight. So anytime that that's jeopardized, he gets a little, you know, like what she said, aggressive or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not abusive. It's not the right word, but he is temperamental and mm-hmm. difficult. And I think mm-hmm. to be a partner to somebody like that would really be tough. So right. patience and all that to Ron. He's, he's a good egg. Yes, he definitely seems like, because even people have explained him as very quiet and kind of mm-hmm. subdued and calm. And that's, you need that balance, I think. If he had two two people like Lotan, it would explode. Yes, there'll be some kind of double homicide. Mm-hmm. I love that Isaac Mizrahi is in this. And I mean, he kind of cracked me up. At the end, I didn't really like his opinions, but at the beginning, I thought right. it was hilarious. Right. Um, that he's kind of talking about Bridge and like, everybody plays Bridge, all the rich white guys play the bridges mm-hmm. yeah he made a comment it said oh everyone who plays bridge is cool and if what did he say some of the lines of 
they're just so cool that you don't understand it kind of thing, right? Yeah, which is exactly what I expect a fashion designer to say. It's very Andy Warhol of him to, like, come out. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like They're wearing a trash bag. Trust me, it is in. <laughs> you just don't get it. Right. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't. Yeah. Again, one of these sort of, it's unattainable to the average Joe to be mm-hmm. in on this. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of bridge players, professional bridge players, mm-hmm. world champions from all over the world that mm-hmm. talked about this. And some of them, I wrote their names down and some of them I didn't. Mm-hmm. One of them I did write down and took note of was Thomas, the French bridge champion. What was your opinion on him? So kind of like all of them, I just kind of found him really arrogant and mm-hmm. I don't know, just extremely elitist. Like that's the thing that came. He was, yes. Yeah. That's what came really across to me about most of these people. And this is sort mm-hmm. of when you're talking to the experts and the people in the elite categories of, of champions and, and tournament winners and stuff like that. That's really where this all starts to come through. Like they're really above everybody. And I don't mm-hmm. care for that. Yeah. My first impression of Thomas is he is the most French person I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah, I was surprised right? he wasn't smoking a cigarette and you know, right? like, just With in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, even before he spoke, it's like, oh, he's very French. Right. And it's like mm. finny. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next one I have is Boye. Boye Broglin. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Boye Broglin was the Norwegian bridge champion. Mm-hmm. And he invited... Lotan and Ron to play on his team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was his team or he was part of a team and he's like, hey, these guys are cool. Let's bring them on. Mm-hmm. Which was a big deal. Lotan was like really excited. This guy's very famous in the Brits world. Well known, right? Mm-hmm. He totally looks like a bro. That's what I wrote on my notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's young. He's kind of hip, kind of the same way Lotan is. I, you, mm-hmm. I don't know how old boy he is in all of this, but I have an interesting nickname for him. Would you like to hear it? Cotton Mather? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I went with Witchfinder General. Same exact thought, though. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Along the, yeah, right along the same lines. But I was just like, I was a fan at the beginning because I was like, oh, look, I think he's kind of cute. It was fun mm-hmm. to hear him talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, look, because to me, Bridge sounds like an old people's game. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of getting the hints that it's not. This is multi-generational so mm-hmm. well and one of the things boy said was about lotan i thought he was one of the biggest talents in bridge so this right. is where we're going into this relationship yeah they become very good friends all of them mm-hmm. that first year they played together 2013 and 14 the team won three nationals and a lot of mm-hmm. european events i wrote down living that pimp pimp life i mean that's what he said they're doing all the things and then someone said they were talking about money and how much money you can yes. make. Mm-hmm. They said as a as an elite bridge player, you can make like two grand a day, which right. is about a seven hundred thirty thousand dollars salary. So that's pretty good for mm-hmm. playing cards. Now, granted, right. they play cards like fifteen hours a day sometimes. <laughs> that's a lot of cards. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it's the slog that it would be to us. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't want to play cards for that long. It takes the fun out of it for me. If I'm playing for that long, because then it's right. a job and it's not fun. Right. Can we talk about also Adam Parrish, who was a bridge 
journalist, not a sports journalist. There is enough stuff going on in the bridge world that you can have journalists who specialize in only that. Yeah, which I think that's that's really what the internet's done for us, right? Like it brings all the people with the interests to one place. So it's not surprising. Good or bad. Right. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot you can say about that as well. But (laughs) yeah, I think that while I would never have considered that as a career, it doesn't surprise me at all that that's a thing. Right. Or like the Mm -hmm. people who are actually like during the event, what do you call it? Like sportscasters, they're calling the event. Oh, like a commentator? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's really funny. Do they have one for each table? Do you think? Because there were sometimes there were like a hundred tables there where games were being played. So do you think they have a commentator for each one or one commentator just kind of takes the the top couple and does it? I bet that there's, you know, you get to a certain level and then there's probably commentators at that point and there, but I mean, like, it's like golf commentators. It's like yeah. hush tones and, mm-hmm. you know, or chess. Mean? Yeah. Yes. And I just, I, that part cracked me up. I made a note about that as well. <laughs> okay. So they were doing good. Adam Parrish, the only thing I had that he wrote down was just like, there is a financial incentive to win mm-hmm. at all costs was something he said. And I'm like, okay, I get that, you know. It's your job, but yeah, but I think that that's applicable just about anywhere where there's anything, you know, yeah, I don't know that I'm surprised by that either. Let's say they're building this kind of universe of bridge for you throughout mm-hmm. this documentary. And like, why wouldn't there be, you know, all kinds of craziness? The stakes are quite as high as they try to make them out to be right. Let's put this in perspective. It's cards. It's a card yeah. game. Yeah. Now it's an interesting one. There's some skill and some strategy and there's a big community, but in the end, it's a card game. Right. So I wonder if there's like gambling and stuff on it too. Oh, I guarantee it. That's the first thing John said. He's like, if there's, if there's stakes involved, you can bet on it. (laughs) So, well then the stakes are high because you could get your kneecaps broke. Oh, that's true. I did write down that. I thought it was funny that there's a lot of, um, it gives me a real oceans 11 vibe. In this thing, there's a lot of, like, quirky music and, like, quirky graphics and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, hell yeah, you did. I, that's exactly where I would have gone to. So, yeah. but it's such a dichotomy between, like, big, you know, hotel conference rooms with the very harsh lighting mm-hmm. and then televised events where it's, like, a completely black room and it's just one table in the middle and blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> it just right. makes me laugh. Right. Yeah. yeah. It is this very dramatic. So after that initial year or whatever with Boye's mm-hmm. team in 2015, they get a call from Jimmy Kane's team. Now, yeah. I didn't know who Jimmy Kane was. Apparently he was a billionaire and lost money in the bust in 2007, 2008, whatever. But he doesn't seem to mind. He's apparently still doing okay. Or dead by now. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a good team. It was more money. And so it was mm-hmm. a good move for Lotan and Ron to go to this team. Now, there was some animosity there because Boye thought, mm-hmm. I've been playing for longer. Why didn't he ask me to go to that team? Because I'm better. Me. But it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, he was miffed, right, that they got scooped up by somebody else. Yeah, there were some mm-hmm. beginnings of bad blood, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No more friendship. They're part of James Kane's team. Mm-hmm. And they go to Chicago for the... Spin Gold 2015 tournament. Right. That's a shitty title. I'm sorry. You got to come up with something better than that. Yeah, it sounds like Solid Gold to me, which is mm-hmm. also very 70s. 
early 80s. The dancing would probably have been much better. I wanted to be a solid gold dancer so bad when Hell I was a yeah. kid. Oh yeah. my god. The hair, the shoes. The outfits? Yeah. Girl. Amazing. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyway. Do you feel like it's like a hair product or like a tanning lotion or something? Yeah, some some kind of sponsor, right? Yeah, it smells like coconuts. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Melanoma mm-hmm. RS. Right? Yeah. But it's a huge international bridge competition. There were like 10,000 players, best in the world. Even mm-hmm. Lotan was intimidated, which says something because it sounds like he's not intimidated by anybody. Right. Were there girls there? I bet not. Not many, I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over it. <laughs> there was one blonde at least, but she was doing the, she was just commenting. Right. Lotan discussed how he knew, you know, as they move forward, that the teams would meet. Boye's team and yeah. Jimmy Kane's team would meet, right? Mm-hmm. And they do. <laughs> the day that they go to play, Boye's team, and this is in like the quarterfinals. Right, quarterfinals. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He says, before I went down there, I looked in the mirror and I said, showtime, baby. So I'm going to do every day. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to be in the bathroom before I go in the lab. And I'm going to say showtime, baby, every time just to see how uncomfortable people get. I hope so. I'll follow you up with from Boogie Nights. You're just a great big shining star or whatever he says. (laughs) And then whips out his giant wiener. So that I can't do. You're absolutely correct. I can't either. But I like in spirit. I'll get out my spirit wiener. How about that? There you go. I feel like I always have my spirit wiener in my pocket. Wiener. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So they they have this giant bracket system, which I thought was funny. So there's, you know, it's an elimination. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. Can we talk at some point about the weird board that blocks across the table? Okay. Right. This isn't an all bridge. This is just really competitive bridge. Yeah. They have like. A board, I'm like using my arms, like anyone can see this, that cuts across diagonally. So the partners can't see each other. And therefore you cannot, you're limiting the communication even more. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have like the other person from the other team next to you. Mm -hmm. Your opponent. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, it was, it's really weird. They have like a little cutout in the middle to pass the cards through. And it's so weird. It is weird. But I would say the cutout is bigger than it needs to be. And I'm like, it's agreed. Like, it like just being an observer, because obviously I'm too stupid to understand how bridge works. Mm-hmm. We've already mm-hmm. established that. Yeah. I'm not over it yet, obviously, but mm-hmm. there's like a little sled or I don't know what they called it, but there's like a thing that you're passing around. And right. so you can still see yeah, the card play that's going on. But it's an angle, so you really can only see the table and, like, maybe a little bit on the other side. Well, you can see, like, the person's hands. Hands. Your partner's hands, right? Yeah, I think all that is really necessary is something about the size of a prison meal slot. That's all you (laughs) need. There you go. That's all you need. But, yeah, I don't quite understand. There's a big tray thing, and then there's a smaller tray thing. And I think it has to do with dealing. And then they deal out the cards, put them in Mm -hmm. this tray, and then pass the cards around. Yeah. So I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. No, I'm just too stupid. Never mind. But yeah, that's, there's a whole, you know, the big tray, small tray. I don't know why we can't just deal cards. I don't get it, but it's a system. Yeah. So visually though, it's like kind of jarring to be like, 
I mean, obviously you understand that that's to limit, like, there's no eye contact with people. There's no Mm -mm. facial expressions. Mm -mm. You might be able to see a little bit, you know, of hands and stuff like that. But I think it's definitely worth mentioning that it's weird and it's there. And yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you'll have to, it'll come into play later. Yes. It eliminates the need for (laughs) really dark glasses and a hoodie. Like they do in poker. Not to say that Lotan didn't pull that look off a couple times, but for the most part, you don't need that. Well, I mean, right? the sun never sets on cool, as we know. So you have it's to true. have those sunglasses on inside. Mm-hmm. You wear them at night. That's what we do. <laughs> Thanks to Corey Hart. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So after 12 hours of playing this day, that's a lot of fucking cards. It comes down to 158 to 159. These are the scores. I don't know what they mean. Tricks, games, whatever. But the score is 158 to 159. Mm-hmm. Lotan's team had the 158. Boye's team had 159. So Boye's, I mean, the team is excited. Obviously, he's walking around. He's shaking people's hands. They're celebrating, which was funny because Lotan's like, he was all like high-fiving people and shit. Like it was obnoxious and it really wasn't. Right. It was fairly low-key. Right. Then Lotan's like, well, but he didn't know what we knew. And So apparently one hand at some point in time during the day, they, Lotan had a bit of a disagreement with how it was played. So he Mm -hmm. appealed. Yes. Okay. Rarely used the appeal. I don't know that it's rarely used, but it's rarely ever won. Okay. They say it doesn't ever work. Okay. But you're looking at hands, like, because they have cameras and they have, like, computerized generations of playing the hands. So you can see what Mm -hmm. cards were played when by who. It's actually pretty cool to go back and look at that stuff if you're, like, playing. Yeah. But, like, why wouldn't they have brought this up at the time? You're only bringing it up now because you lost. Mm -hmm. It clearly didn't bother you at the time. That, to me, I don't like. To me, it's just keeping it in your back pocket, right? Like, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to need to use this, but I've Mm -hmm. got it if I do. He saw it. He took note. Yep. 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 I did write down, in hindsight, had he just taken the loss, maybe none of this would have happened. Yes. I think it would have happened eventually because I think that they were good enough that the eventually the tables would have turned. I mean, like beating right. somebody by one point while a heartbreaker, your skill sets are really well matched. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it really would have just delayed things. Right. And the rumors were already going around, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There was a lot of uh a lot of suspicion because they were just too good. Just too good. And it didn't make sense to anybody. So yeah. But the appeal worked. And mm-hmm. they got two extra points, which means then Lotan's team won. Right. And guess what they did? They fucking celebrated. Yeah, just jackassery. That's what I wrote down from that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's interesting mm-hmm. to hear them say, Well, he was doing all this stuff like it was obnoxious, and then they went above and beyond that yeah 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 so boy says you know he's frustrated whatever they played a good game they thought he played really well Mm -hmm. and obviously you did or you wouldn't got this far anyway right because i'm sure some of it has has to do with how well you play and some of it has to do with how well the other people play right you have no control over a portion of this right right so are they beating you or did you make errors i mean it's sort of Mm -hmm. like who's yeah Yep. So that's what he starts thinking about. He starts looking back at these games in the hands to see what they played and how it was done. And he said there was a hand. And the comment that he said was, the top 99 out of 100 players would have led with a heart. But Ron mm-hmm. led with something else. And that made it strange. 
I wouldn't have played like that. So it's not right. Right. <laughs> it's an anomaly is really mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And it gets his spidey senses going or mm-hmm. furthers his spidey senses. Because like I said, there are already rumors that Lotan and Ron are cheating McCheaters. Yeah. So boy then goes into a bar and he starts talking with people. I have Bobby Levin, who is mm-hmm. kind of a douche. And he's just like, he knows that they're cheating. Bobby knows they're cheating. Yes. And boy is like, I would have never, I never, you know, I played with him and I never saw it. Right. So it was a benefit to you when you played with Mm -hmm. him, but now it's no longer a benefit. So you need to take him down. Also, he acts like in this stage that he was surprised, but then later on, he's like, I always knew they were cheating. Well, to me, it's like, this is just, like you said, it's just weirdly nonspecific. Like, there's not anything that they can point to. It's just Mm -hmm. a gut feeling. Yeah, because they play different than what someone else would play. And so it must not be real. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, as you start to talk to different people, it's this weird thing of like, well, you'd have to be a bridge expert to know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not what proof means. That's just stirring the pot and like gossiping and, you know. Right. But it's worse. So whereas everyone else was talking amongst themselves about this, right? right? Boy decides, (laughs) no, something's got to be done. And I am the martyr. So he goes up to them the next day in the semifinals. He goes up to Mm -hmm. Lotan and Ron. He's like, "Um, you guys need to stop playing. You know what you did. You need to no longer be playing. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the trashiest thing ever. And then, I mean, he's very loudly declaring them cheaters in front of everybody. And right. then he continues to, from that moment on, that is his mission to make sure everybody knows that he, quotey fingers, knows they're cheating. Yes. He starts a campaign against them at this point. Yes. Yes. He is a very effective lobbyer. To kind of try to turn the tide or mm-hmm. lay a trap. I don't know what you want to call this, but he is casting more doubt on them all the time. And I love the fact that he's giving them the option of coming forward themselves, like thanks or whatever. Right? Listen, Douchey McGee. He's like, yeah, I always call and I'm like, listen, you just need to come forward and do the right thing. And, you know, we won't be that hard on you. Really? Okay. My mom called that shit when I was a kid and I always got grounded. <laughs> I'm Don't like, ask any hall board. monitor how well yes. that works. It yes. doesn't. Don't fall for it. No. Ever. Don't do it. Mm-mm. But yeah, especially when there's like, it's just like, we know what you're doing. Well, where's your proof? It's in my head. I just, I know my I heart. I just know. That, I just know. Yes. It's just, I don't it's know. Gross. Miserable. Like he's a professional. Yeah. Was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure he still plays professionally, but he's not acting. Like yeah, he's too busy trying to bust everybody else. But he's fucker. He's so high and mighty about it. to the extent. I mean, he's not like I'm better than. He's like, look, I'm giving. I, I I'm doing it for the right reasons. I've got to yeah. clean up this shit. Listen, use that towards something really, you know, profound. Right? Bridge is a fucking card game. Dude, calm down <laughs> and go help some refugees or something. Right? Exactly. Bobby at one point, God, this douche. He's like, he asked Lotan in public, he was like, oh, hey, this hand you played a couple days ago, you did this. Why did you do that? And Mm -hmm. Lotan didn't have an immediate response because, Mm -hmm. you know, there were probably 
500 games that he played yes. in these couple mm-hmm. days, but that one, and he's like, well, you just proved you're a cheater, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck is that logic? I don't know what I had for breakfast, dude. <laughs> Do you feel like they just like, they're like, maybe they all flew on the same flight and they played the Heathers or Mean Girls or something. This is just, this is high school level. I don't know, psychological warfare or what it's just really ineffective. And they're like, well, this is, we just, you know, the I'm evidence like, is on par with the flat earthers in my opinion. Right. You guys are grown ass men. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yes. I'm like, he's uh, in what world would he be like, you know what? Got me. You guys are so good. <laughs> you know, like I was waiting for you to point it out. Would have got away with it too if it weren't for you, fucking kids. Right, pesky kids or whatever. <laughs> Damn dog. So annoying. It is. So after Chicago, there's a lot more buzz about the cheating. And Lotan's like, listen, it's happened in the past. There's been buzz, but it goes away. It's fine. It'll go away. Right. But Boya uses all of his time now, like you said, to just <laughs> campaign against these people. I mean, there's a yeah. website involved. I've tried to build a website. It's not easy. I'm sure it is for someone. Not for me. So that's yeah, I don't some have effort. that part of the brain. Yeah. That's money. That's effort. Yes. So he creates the website bridgecheaters.com. Clever. It's huge. People come in from everywhere with comments and suspicions. Strangely, again, no smoking gun, just like yeah, they look guilty and stuff. Nobody can be that good and that young or whatever. It's extremely annoying to me. But they saw it as more proof. Like, oh, well, more, you know, have to be right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please take any class on confirmation bias. Just one. Just, Just one. one. Be fine. Yeah. And to say, and again, people could come for me. It's, it's the nice thing of having a very small following is only one or two people <laughs> be like, hey, by the way. Anyway, in sports. And I'll, and I'll say this is a sport. It's competitive. Sure. Right? I mean, fuck, it's an endurance sport at this point. Yeah. There's always cheating. Always. Mm-hmm. Every sport. I don't care who you are or what sport you follow and how pure you think it is. I'm calling bullshit. Every fucking sport has cheating involved. And it's whether or not you get caught or whether you're a better cheater than the next cheater. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's okay. I'm saying it's part of the fucking games. It just is. And so Boye to me is trying to be, oh, he's very puritanical about this. Yeah. And oh, the the purity of the sport and the blah, blah, blah. Just fucking stop it. You're pissed that someone's beating you. And now if they can't play, then you win. Well, that's the whole thing though. This is all impression and I see it here. I'm not going to pay attention to the rest. Oh yeah, no, no. I had the select amount and that's what I'm going to go with because that confirms what I already believe. And that to me is the part that's really stupid. If they had actual proof of any of this, then it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever. You know, I agree with you. Like you should always be on the lookout for something like that. Mm -hmm. But like the talk of the purity of the sport and the love of the game and blah, blah, blah. You're just like, okay, you guys need to just go outside. Just take a walk. Mm-hmm. Go to a fair. I don't know. There's all kinds of things in life. Like, just simmer down a little bit. And again, all of these people are champions as well. <laughs> yeah. And were champions until Low Tanner Ron came in. And then they're not the champions anymore. And so they have incentive to really yes. take them out of the playing field. 
right? Yeah. Yep. You can say whatever you want about why you did it, but that's a mm-hmm. very big reason it has to be. Well, they even say later that they're like, Lotan is the player of his generation, cheater or no, he was mm-hmm. amazing or is mm-hmm. amazing. He's still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, I mean, that kind of says something too. It's like, I mean, he didn't have to cheat to be awesome. I mean, do you guys not mm-hmm. see where that's? Well, they do because they even mention that. I mean, one, mm-hmm. one guy's like, listen, he was such an amazing player. Why would you cheat? Why would you do that? Probably fucking didn't dude. You answered <laughs> your own question. Right. That what is it? The most likely answer is usually the right one. Yeah. But yeah, this is when Boye says that, you know, other people when they were he was playing with Ron and Lotan, other people would, you know, tell him they're cheating in that. And he's like, I I watch games and I I never saw it. Well, really, because 10 minutes before you said you couldn't even imagine them cheating, and now you're saying, Oh, you knew all along. Well, you want to be part of the crowd. I mean, mm. we talk about this in almost every documentary. Mm-hmm. You know, doubt has been cast and you want to be with the winning side. So I think it's easy to flip flop back and forth. Yeah. You know, if they come out and they're found to not be cheating, everybody will be like, oh, this fine. And we always, we were by them the whole time. We knew that they were great. You know. Well, I think the problem with that is they have set this up in such a way that they've been judged by the public at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter what. And whatever happens, it doesn't yeah. matter. There will always be cheaters because of the way he set this up and did this and pushed mm-hmm. it out worldwide, Yeah, which is fucks. But yeah, a month later, Lotan and Ron send essentially a cease and desist letter to Boye. Right. Like, fucking stop it. You're ruining our careers. And Boye has the nerve to say, well, I can't believe you would do this. We were friends. Yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked that they did this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not the only person being affected in any of this like your actions are directly related to them and their yes and their income yes yeah i mean like he was i know shocked appalled he was clutching his pearls he couldn't believe it that's the whole thing with this guy like he seems so cool at the beginning and he's too young to be so curmudgeonly but he really he really does it with a flourish and i mean he just has zero doubt he's fundamental Yes. Fundamentalist, that's the word I'm looking for. He's fueled with righteous indignation. Yeah, and you're like, okay? It's really Mm -hmm. something. So at this point, the European and also the Israeli Federation make allegations, Mm -hmm. and they call for a hearing. Again, this is cards. Can I just say at this point, when they go to the hearing... Was it or was it not in an elementary cafeteria? With picnic tablecloths over it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I'm like, this is where the Federation meets? Like, you guys don't have an office or Mm -mm. something? Okay, just saying. I guess all the money goes to the good videos and shit from the 80s. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I will say that Lotan's got a snazzy jogging suit that says Israel on it for the team. So (laughs) that's where that money went. Elite athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they meet this committee mm-hmm. and it's comprised of bridge players and lawyers, but they're speaking to Lotan and Ron as if they've already been convicted. And one person actually says to them, you two will never pray bitch again. Like this is early on. They haven't defended themselves. They haven't done anything. They're just like, you're done. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> um, but they know. They just know. They have no proof (laughs) they still have no proof 
I wonder if in this instance, it has more to do with the fact that the world sees them as Israeli mm-hmm. players that are cheating versus whether they were actually cheating. I mean, trial in public, right? Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you, Israel has a bit of a, a problem a with PR. Yes. A bad, right. a bad rep. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. bad street cred. I'm just going to put it out there. It would get better if you just fucking left Palestine alone. Just right. a thought. Anyway. <laughs> I digress. Get so, political. Okay. Oh, anyway, so they have the defense attorney. They get a defense attorney. This is cards. <laughs> I cannot get over that. And the implication is that he's a very fancy pants defense mm-hmm. attorney, right? So how would you say his first name? I say it like drawer. That's like, what I was going to say too. Drawer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drawer Arad Ailan. He's a defense attorney. Mm-hmm. And they come to him and essentially like, please don't listen to what everyone's saying. <laughs> right. And then they jump in with like, we'll take a lie detector. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. I know. John was like, never fucking take a lie detector. I don't care what <laughs> it is. It's been proven to be junk science, people. I'm just saying. I yes. would probably be found guilty no matter what. Like, even if they asked me my name, it would show up as a lie. Because I'd be like, so <gasps> anxious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My blood pressure uh, goes up when I get my blood pressure taken because I'm taking, they're taking it. Uh, yeah. And they're uh, like, your heart might explode. I'm like, it's fine. It's, it'll be a minute. <laughs> but before they take the lie detector test, they're showing all of these professional bridge players. And now they're just poo-pooing wrong. Before they were the best team. They were great players. And then all of a right. sudden they're like, he's horrible. I don't even know if he's a good bridge player, much less anything else. He's a nitwit. He was just the guy who was willing to cheat. Yeah. Dim-witted. I mean, like, they are coming out after him. And I'm like, oh, you shouldn't attack a guy's, like, intelligence and stuff. That's bad. It's not great. Now, he is not as charismatic as Lotan. He's quiet. Yeah, he's very low-key, which, again, you know, we talked about earlier, is probably why they made a good partnership. I mean, when Mm -hmm. Lotan was screaming at him. But he makes a good contrast. And so I think that's why they work together well. I was a little surprised that he wasn't more featured. He wasn't featured as much in here, but then he doesn't speak English. So. Right. Well, there there yeah. are several people in here that, that don't speak English and that's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Language. But it's, I think just partially because even Lotan said it, like he lost his passion to play. He just, you know what? This is a really tough mm-hmm. thing for him to talk about. He sure. just doesn't want to. Right. Yeah. 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 But I, I think it is interesting when you put the two of them together I can see why people would attack him because I think he's an easier mark. Like, yes, he is. You know what I mean? And he's I think he's not going to fight back. Yeah. Right. He's mm-hmm. just, just your steady Eddie. He just maintains. So, but they use that not just to attack him, but against him saying that's what Lotan did as well. That he was a perfect target, a perfect mark for him to. He's a patsy, right? Yeah. In this, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Then we have the polygraph again. Don't ever take a polygraph, people. Whether whether you're right or not. Yeah, they were like, okay, and now what? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they take them, and I feel bad because they, they feature Lotan's mom on here. And, you know, she's like, you know, we've been going through this. And I trust him. I trust him. But there is that 1%, a little bit of doubt. Did he do it? Did he cheat? Did he fail the lie detector test? And then it does come back that they both passed. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Both of them. So did you write down the three questions that they ask? No, I don't remember. Okay. So did you give information by coughing? 
That was one. Mm-hmm. Did you give illegal or improper info? Now, they kind of stretched it out to your partner, blah, blah, blah. So, but this mm-hmm. is the heart. This is the um, Cliff Nose versions. Mm-hmm. And then did you give info by bottle of water? By setting a bottle of water somewhere or moving or it like or crinkling yeah. it or whatever, gargling. I don't know what, but it's just like, <laughs> yes, yes, this is all. what they came up with, you know? When they're watching the videos, that's when they said, oh, well, he, you know, he started coughing and I think he was coughing when he had a bad hand. <laughs> Do you think it was like, <coughs> spades? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yep. super hammy. Yeah. So stupid. And if they thought that, why didn't they just bring lozenges with them? Be like, here, I got you, bro. Right? No more coughing for you. <laughs> well, what I would have liked is if they had then found the lozenge wrappers and on the inside was a picture or some shit. Yeah. And it uh, was a heart, but it almost looked like a spade. And so they got it wrong anyway and still lost. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheaters never win. But I was like, so we ask three questions on the lie detector. And again, this is this is what they went with. That's all inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they passed. Mm-hmm. Great, great news, but no one, still everybody is like, so, lie detector doesn't mean anything. So again, they come back to this. This is the problem with the lie detector test. Right. If you fail, you're guilty. If you pass, (laughs) you know how to cheat the system. There's no fucking winning. There's just not. Right. So it doesn't matter. They're like, oh, well, if they can cheat at cards, they can cheat this. Those skills aren't exactly transferable. I don't think so, but... What do I know? I bring you back around to if it's not admissible in court for like murder, mm-hmm. this is fine. It might be in Israel. I don't know. Oh, it could be. I guess you. Mm-hmm. Are you an international lawyer now or something? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people calling me asking for right. my services. Right, right, right. It just gets worse and worse, right? Yeah. So I think they mount a reasonable defense. So they have the attorney. He's trying to come at this from a logical point of view like mm-hmm. they did the lie detector they passed it that is all filmed they go into they're starting the second months of the committee hearings in the elementary school cafeteria <laughs> yep allegedly by me all of that again is filmed everybody's in their jeans or whatever fine joggers and then i then i wrote cheaters 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 cheated lie detectors say the doubters and so <laughs> But it's like, is that Dr. Seuss? Cheaty Cheatersons mm-hmm. cheat a lot, cheat, cheat. I mean, it's, they can't get it in there enough. Yeah. So in the eighth month, we get to eight months, people, eight months. Lotan then gets up and starts. So mm-hmm. they have, again, every single hand plate. Yeah. And so he goes through them one by one. This is why I played this card. This is why I played this card. Mm-hmm. It's easier when you have the hand in front of you because you could you would probably have the same instincts, right? As opposed to some rando walking up to you saying three days ago, what card did you play? Yeah, but I mean, this whole thing takes into no account that people, I mean, I think they're going to have some characteristics. Like if something worked for you last time, you might be more likely to try it again, Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe you're trying to shake the system and you're trying to like, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of things. Like I think about playing Euchre. Mm -hmm. If I have the right, I don't always throw it. Oh, no, no. Not unless I have the left and the ace, too, and then I'm just taking it all. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, so it's like there there is interpretation. And again and again, they mm-hmm. keep saying, well, 99% of players mm-hmm. wouldn't have played it this way. And I'm like, cool, except this guy is a world champion, and he doesn't have to follow your rules? I don't understand. Right. 
And I love the fact that he did get up and he explained his thought process. And he, Mm -hmm. he later on was like, they didn't understand my logic. So for them, it didn't make sense. Therefore Mm -hmm. it was wrong. Yeah. He said that they, they really couldn't follow along. And so in my opinion, there's two possibilities. It is possible that it's so different that they Mm -hmm. cannot even imagine playing it this way. Mm -hmm. The second thing is they're just not interested. They've already judged him you know, and so mm-hmm. I think that it's interesting that they spent all this time going through the motions of giving him a Quotey Fingers trial. Why bother? Yeah, right? it's so yeah. much time. Yeah, but we are we are moving towards my favorite part. Okay. They, the royal they, Boye and them, uncovered uh-huh. video of the European Championship from 2014. Right. Over a thousand hours of bridge watching. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that at this point, they're, like, examining all the things it could be. Like, it's just a ton of stupid shit. It's sniffs, coughs, placement of different things. And they're like, we just couldn't crack the code. And I'm like, maybe it's because there is no code. I love the fact that someone's pouring pouring over footage. Yes. And you're like, is that sniff significant? And I'm just like, Mm -mm. uh, I hope I hope that it is. I hope I hope that there were theories that were shot down. I mean, like they were like there was an eyebrow raise and it had to like bounce off of a reflection of something to get. I mean, like I hope it was down to that level of oh my god. Show. Well, at this point, Boye is still calling Lotan on the regular, saying, "Hey, yo, you should come forward and do the right thing." Right, and having other people call him as well. Yeah, like almost every night, right? That he's getting mm-hmm. the the guilt trip phone call from his good old buddy who's mm-hmm. trying to sink him. So I'm like, in Boye's head, what is happening here? He's like, well, we're friends. Clearly he doesn't understand the level that I'm going to to try to get him ousted. We're cool, right? You can talk <laughs> to me, man. <laughs> Young person. Oh, it's so... Right. Can we talk about the fact that Boye compares this to Me Too, the Me Too movement? It's exactly the same thing. Yes. absolutely. Oh. I almost stopped it right there and was like, I can't do this. I can't do this one anymore. And then I'm so bad I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Why... Why compare it to Me Too? Like a fundamental misunderstanding of what Me Too is... Yes. And also, Aaron, if you didn't know, not all men. So, you know. (laughs) I don't have anything nice to say about this other than I'm like, when I've watched this footage and it it seems a lot less rapey than I would expect. Right. I mean, it's all out in the open. So unless it was one big swinger party and then it's consensual. So still no. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm like, please stop comparing this stuff to me too. Please. Yes. Please do. Okay. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Proceed. <sighs> okay, so now we'll meet Per Okulen from Sweden. Mm-hmm. He is a bridge champion and a judge. And he makes a statement. He's like, I've always liked math and uh, I like to find patterns. Yeah, that's almost as good as Lotan with his eidetic math memory. Sure, you like math. Well, he looks very young. I'm assuming he gets the worst stupid traffic violations cases, right? Uh, I mean, you know, I don't wish this guy any harm, but I agree with you. There's just so mm-hmm. much. Well, I kind of looked at it once or twice. I don't know. I think he spent entire life doing this. And he's like, oh, okay. He then, he finds the pattern. 
Aaron. Oh, There's a pattern. He finds it. Right. So it has to do with the board that they push between the little wall. Mm-hmm. And what he says is, if it's spades, and I'm sure they understand. I'm not sure. I'm assuming the person who is pushing the board is saying, I'm going to call this suit. Yes. So if it's spades, the board is pushed to the other side. I mean, it's always pushed to the other side, whatever. If it's hearts, the board is placed in the corner, poking through. If it's diamonds, the board is placed in the middle. And if it's clubs, the board is kept hidden on the non-leader side. Yes. So they're capitalizing on the fact that you can see through that little window at the bottom and they have a code, Mm -hmm. a telegraph, if you will. Mm -hmm. And they have videos, right? So they put Mm -hmm. these videos up with these findings. They put the videos up on the website so everyone Mm -hmm. can see. Mm -hmm. And Lotan sees it. He's like, you know, even I would believe that I was cheating. Sure. Right. Can we talk about the fact that Parola... I said he could convict for murder with this evidence. Yeah. And then I wrote, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it right now. That's, that's some sketchy shit. Now, listen, I think they have a fairly low crime weight in Sweden, so we don't have to worry about it that much, but still. Well, and this is really where we start to come in with this whole thing of like, well, you, you really have to understand bridge to understand that this proof quotey fingers. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's why, you know, it's not proof. (laughs) Right, because only I understand it. You couldn't possibly. Well, and then they show this scene of Boye talking to his wife, which is one woman that made it on camera. Mm-hmm. And they actually talk to her. And she looks throughout this like, I cannot believe you're spending your fucking time doing this. I think she looks deeply unsatisfied. Yes, um, indeed. So he's showing this evidence to her and she's like, it's kind of hard to see. And he just cuts her off and he's like, you just not a bridge expert. You wouldn't understand. Mm. And I'm like, I hope she's got a really good vibrator, which is unfortunate because he's pretty in my opinion. So until he opens his mouth. Well, and I mean, do you think he brings the pilgrim hat out <laughs> and the buckles <laughs> for these hearings? <laughs> but yeah, he has so much glee, glee mm. yes. about them having proof and they were caught and like i mean i think he's probably beaten off to it that's just oh, how has. it comes across <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like also the oh. french the french dude who had no glee throughout the entire thing it's not part of his personality he cannot he's, do it ennui so. it is uh, yes but he was also if we can finally get rid of those fuckers you know that didn't sound at all french but he said it right in a very thick french accent that we can finally get rid of them without right any smiling. He never smiled. So He's not time for that. No. Mm-mm, no one in France. Let's say with these videos, the lawyer, Gerard, mm-hmm. is like, listen, I'm going to get me a real fucking statistician. This was the part that I was like, I yelled. <laughs> I yelled. I was like, Jesus, now they bring in physics? I mean, was it Elam Gross? He is a CERN physicist, helped develop the like uh, statistics that found the god particle dude they're not messing around they're like listen we're not going to no. just any fucking statistician we're going to the top i'm gonna fangirl a little bit <laughs> i'm a fangirl mama that hicks those on right i mean so the statistical analysis is this guy probably has forgotten about 
is next level. Right. And he was like, yeah, I got a weird phone call from a attorney. They needed some analysis for it. And he's like, bridge. I don't play bridge. But I'm like, they go to the guy at CERN? Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. I mean, why waste your time if you can go to the guy at CERN? Right. So this guy, I mean, his whole thing is about, he takes a look at data and, you know, this is a probability question. Is this a pattern or is this just random fluctuation in any system? Mm-hmm. And um, he applies that to this bridge situation. So they have all these hands taped or tricks taped and all this data. And so my understanding that his first, his, his first impression is they don't have enough data. Right. They being Boyer or just him well, in general. It wasn't filmed. They didn't have enough data on film. Mm-hmm. It, gotcha. Standard in general, to yes. do that. Yes. And so he says, you know, what you're doing is you're the person who found this kind of is taking the statistics and removing a bunch of it that didn't support their theory. Yes. And you can't do that. No. I mean, you can. They've proven that you very well can. It just is no longer. It's nonsense at that point. Right. And he's trying to explain that to them. Like, you can't just throw out stuff that doesn't support what you're looking for. And, you know, because it's inconvenient. I mean, this isn't how science works. But he's like, look, according to what we're looking at here, taking all the variables into consideration, this is random. There is no pattern here. Mm-hmm. I I would vote for not cheating. Yeah. He was very adamant. He's like, they did not cheat. Yes. So some numbers. They looked at 250 boards. Yep. Only 37 of those boards were the ones picked by Perula. Yeah. And... <laughs> Of the 37, only mm-hmm. six adhered to the cheating theory. Six. Right. You've got one for each suit and then one to match two others? I mean, what? how does that work even? It doesn't. And I think, okay. okay, so I think in the general public, math is scary. Statistics is even worse. So it's very easy to just not pay attention to all that. Like, I don't even want to see that. And I would say, yes, in the general world, I would agree with you. However, this is a game of logic. So most of these people are probably fairly good at math, right? I totally agree. Especially when they've been telling you how smart they are the whole time. Yeah. You would think that this would not be an intimidating thing. And if you're really smart, you might embrace learning somebody Mm -hmm. else's viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just fucking pissed this whole time. Like, had to take a break and go for a walk because I was so (laughs) mad. Yes. They had a conclusion. And they had to find a way to make it fit, right? So they tried to find a pattern. They couldn't. This is the best they could do. They made the data fit the result they wanted. Right. Well, I think it's funny, too, that they had to look so hard for something. And, I mean, at what point does a logical person step back and say, okay, there's nothing here? You know what I mean? Because they want it to be there. I mean, Aaron, the earth is flat. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, and no matter how many times you do that experiment, it says it's round. It's just, <laughs> but it's if I just an anomaly. if I put it in a special bismuth tube, <laughs> then I know that it's not yeah. going to drift fifteen degrees. Guess and when what? it it's does, yeah. then I'll yeah. have to figure out something else. So, so Mm-mm-mm. yes, they're not they're not interested in even more expert opinion than the one mm-hmm. that they've already formed. I do love the Doctor Gross says while I was talking. A guy comes and, like, takes the trophy from them, like, A, okay, number one. I think it's funny that they were in this 
elementary school cafeteria having this meeting for the umpteenth time. They required that he bring the trophy. That's like, like the Stanley Cup. This thing is gigantic. It's huge. It's the size of them, yes. It's sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he like walks behind the fancy CERN scientist, picks it up, and like just peels out with it. And Dr. Rose is like, I knew right then that they were going to be found guilty. Like, they just were not interested in any viewpoint that didn't align with what they had already decided. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I I appreciate their honesty about it right from the beginning. They said, you're guilty. So, you know, why they put him through this just to make them feel better about it? I don't know. It is so interesting, though, because I think Lotan's made some enemies. I think he's kind of an arrogant prick. I think that that's Mm -hmm. hard for people to have sympathy for you. And you've been making enemies all along the way. You've been caught cheating before in the past as a kid, you know, for better, for worse on that. So you kind of set the stage for something like this. But then when there's no proof, there's no proof. I find that really fascinating that they cannot get out of their own way and just let it go. Okay. So they are found guilty, obviously. I think we've said that from the beginning. And there, there are a lot of bridge players around the world that are like, oh yeah, totally guilty. If I can saw these videos, they're totally guilty. I can't believe we didn't pick up on that sooner. I'd be interested to see after this documentary, which came out, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. So it'd be interesting to see a follow-up to say if any of them are like, oh shit, I'm sorry, dude, that was wrong. Like they're not going to have anything revoked. They're still going to end up being banned for life, Mm -hmm. but it would be interesting after other people saw some of the the evidence and lack thereof Mm -hmm. that maybe they might bring it back into the fold a little. I don't know. Well, it's interesting too, because they're banned from coaching. They're banned from spectating. Yes. You can't even watch a bridge game. Right. Banned for life. With no possibility for appeal. Right. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. So my, Again, Boye, I think, is just such an interesting character because then he goes on this, like, little tirade about, well, it's just it's just so unfortunate and I'm, I guess I had a victory, but it doesn't feel like a victory. I don't, I feel hollow or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. I Have you never, you're not having any childhood lessons at all? Like, you were just born a grown-ass man and there was never any... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just the reluctance that he's like, I'm just so unfortunate that my besties were convicted. And I'm like, you weren't the instigator of this whole fucking thing. I know. He's like, it was difficult to go against my friends. (laughs) Yes, it was so hard for you, I'm sure. Right. But he actually said, at some point, you have to take a stand when something's wrong. Yeah. Again, cards. That's the big fundamental uh, moral lacking that we have in this world is people cheating in cards. Well... You know, as reluctant as he was, it didn't stop him from now going after everyone else. Not everyone else. Everyone else at the top. (laughs) Yes. Right. Those low levels, they just don't know how to cheat right. We don't care. But anyone who could have beaten him, he took out. And again, he starts very vocally. He walks up to them vocally in public and says, you need to come clean. We know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. There was a pair that they said was laying their cards either horizontal or vertically, depending on what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Listen, I've played cards. You just fucking flip them. It looked like a fairly random flip to me, but what do I know? Well, I mean, there's no, there's no allowance for any kind of style Mm -mm. or like variance of 
anything. Like if you're sitting Mm -hmm. there playing cards for hours and hours, to me, it makes sense that maybe you grab the tray differently or you might throw a card differently or Mm -hmm. it lands differently or you're just like, "Eh, I'm going to turn it this way. And all of this stuff is just scrutinized to such a bizarre level. Mm-hmm. So I I wrote down that the witch hunt is on like Donkey Kong because he is after everybody. He actually has Lotan for some help, and Lotan's like, "Okay, I'll help you a little bit." Because I'm to me, it's like I'm sure he's just desperate to get back in the world at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I was just like, wow, he's just so unsatisfied with how that. I mean, like he got what he wanted. This is Boyer, but it, yeah, I mean, it wasn't enough. Mm-mm. So no, he has to right all the wrongs in Bridge. Right. So they say that many pairs don't compete at the championships in 2015 because of this. Mm-hmm. The second woman that makes an appearance in this thing is a lady named Joanne Sprung. I don't have anything else about her other than she was like, yeah, everybody was a big fat cheater. She was a former world champion. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about like looking at all of the pictures of people from years and years in the past and like everybody's been cheating. Like even to the point where they say somebody says 30 years worth of championships were kind of tainted because people mm-hmm. were cheating and all of this. And I'm like, you think it's really that widespread? I don't doubt that it is to a certain extent that way. Sure. Because it's just part of playing games. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not suave at all. So I don't cheat because <laughs> I'll get caught immediately. Right. I'd be low tan with the kid with the card under my leg. Right. But there are people who are at that level that, of course, they cheat. Of course, they do. Again, I'm not saying that that's okay. I'm saying right. that's part of the game. And just because you haven't figured it out makes it somehow their problem. All of these people, all mm-hmm. of these world championship bridge players that are talking and saying, oh, these people, we're glad we got them out, glad we got them out. How many more championships were won by this small group of men after they got rid of all that rubbish? I mean, I don't know. We move into, at one point, they talk about the 2020 bridge championships were held online because, of course, nobody could get together because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Lotan, playing under an alias, won first place in that. Okay, I have a question about that. Okay. I mean, well done, Lotan. That'll mm-hmm. show him. Yeah. But my question is, don't you think you would have to be, so he would have been having to play as an anonymous player for a while to build up rank to get to the championships or can anyone just buy a seat? I mean, I don't know. They don't really give you, they just say that bridge championships. They don't say like European or if it was worlds or I don't know. He said he does play under his, um, so he, he still plays bridge. Online. He, yes, he mm-hmm. plays bridge online. Evidently at his mom's house. I don't know. It seems that way. I mean, he lost yeah. his income. And even though he has a brilliant math mind, he and he could, I don't know, do anything with statistics and make mm-hmm. a shit ton of money. He doesn't want to do that. He said mm-hmm. that several times. He doesn't want to be a financial analyst because he wouldn't be number one in the world. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to sit and wallow. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is staging for the documentary. I mean, mm. you know, I don't doubt that hiring the fancy lawyer cost him a pretty penny so mm-hmm. like he didn't save any of that I don't know they didn't say expressly that he lives with his mom but that's what it seemed like but yeah they don't really talk too much about him and the fact quoted that he played in 2020 at the world mm-hmm. or the championships you know they do kind of talk about him and he borrows an alias from somebody of his that doesn't want to play anymore and you know all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. I don't know maybe he's just 
like I said, for the documentary, the purpose of that. I don't know really mm-hmm. much more about him. Yeah, we do learn that since March of 2020, Boye has accused over 30 top bridge experts of cheating in high-level online tournaments. Well, of course they're fucking cheating online. They can text each other. Well, that's asshole. what I was wondering. Like, is that harder or I don't know. I don't know what online cheating would look like. I agree with you. Like, you'd like to think that there's more shit in place than honor system. I'm assuming. Well, no, I was going to say I was assuming they'd have cameras. But if Lotan was able to play as an alias, it really sounds like they didn't put much thought into that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. They said of these people that were accused, only one pair actually said, yeah, we cheated. Everyone else is like, fuck you. No, we didn't cheat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of those 30 that he accused, five are world champions. Were. Yeah. And all of these people have stopped playing at this point. Yeah. Because no matter what they do now, that stigma is there. And so yeah. for some reason, he's getting away with ruining people's lives. You know, I mean, without any proof at all, you just say they're a cheater and now it's out in the world and they can't play anymore. I would be really surprised. Let's just, I'll just make this prediction. Okay. I feel like there's going to be an expose one of these days on old Boye. Mm-hmm. And there's something going on with him. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of protesting about cheating. So I feel like he's probably cheated his ass off sometime in the past. Absolutely yeah. is cheating. Every one of those people that we're talking about it are <laughs> fucking cheating. a big cheating. fat cheater. Yeah. Yes. I 100% agree with that. Because, like, the level of projection mm-hmm. is out of control. Yes. Yes. So I suspect that there's some kind of skeleton somewhere Mm -hmm. in his closet. So isn't that what happens though? It starts off, you start blaming, you know, the outsider or whomever, and then, then you start eating each other. Then you start blaming each other. And then no, well, that's the thing. Like it's, it's fine to jump on the bandwagon, right? This is a great example of this. Like everybody thought, Oh, it's just, it's isolated. It's just these two. Mm -hmm. And then when they were kind of, moved out of the way when they were had then the glance goes around at the rest at the top it's just merciless it's i don't know it's, it's just a great example of what happens mm-hmm. in human nature i don't know i feel like it's a very big concept but i can't put good words to it right now as i've had a beer and a half so. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> we got you we got you. yeah it's been a long day so oh it has yeah again and I know I've said this several times. Yeah. It's just cards. <laughs> I mean, I understand these are people's occupations and that they make money doing it. I get mm-hmm. that. But if they're cheating, no one's dying because of it. Right. This is worth like an eight or 12 month trial or how long. And like, not only that, it's, you know, continued now mm-hmm. and there'll be nobody left by the end of it. Mm-mm. I mean, if there aren't good players, if there's not you know, some rivalry between people. People aren't going to want to watch these tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you're getting rid of all the good players. So it's going to be yeah. the shoe-ins. Yeah. Right. It's just not going to be the bridge of old. It's just not going to be as exciting and people aren't going to be drawn to it. And you won't have sponsors and it won't be this way. You're just, like I said, it's kind of a show. Like, mm-hmm. just, I'm not saying you have to accept every bit of cheating, but like, really... Is it that big deal? I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know. But yes, that is that was my takeaway. I I was so frustrated <laughs> with the whole thing. I mean, it starts slow as a real slow burn, but once you get going, oh, it's so good. 
you got to hang in there. Yeah, it's so yeah. worth it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, so much recommend that I forgot to write down what we're doing next week. Because <laughs> I'm so <laughs> excited to talk about this. I know it's on HBO. Yeah. It is on HBO. Next week, what we're doing is The Invisible Pilot. This is a TV miniseries that just came out. Actually, the last episode is on April 18th. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Yes. I'm super pumped about it. I am too, but it's three hours long because each episode is like an hour. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we're at Go Doc Yourself. And I um, hope you've enjoyed this one because obviously we did. So much. So much. Yeah. Thanks for coming along on the ride because that <laughs> really, really was. <laughs> it was insanity. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. And until next time. Thank you. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.